A one-day-old baby is dead. Emergency crews were sent to the wrong address. I'm Neil Augenstein. About 200 shots fired at two D.C. crime scenes. I'm Nick Ainelli. The Dow is up just 10 points. WTOP at 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Steve Kathan. The way some see it, the latest economic snapshot brings a possible recession into clearer view. Mark Hamrick of Bankrate.com says the government reports the economy shrank for a second straight quarter. The Commerce Department says GDP declined in the second quarter at an annualized rate of nine-tenths of one percent, weaker than expected. That follows an earlier annualized decline in the first three months of the year of 1.6 percent. All of this goes into the mix but doesn't answer categorically whether recession has begun or might soon be underway. Torrential rain in parts of central Appalachia has caused destructive flooding and is blamed for at least one death. Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir says some people in the eastern part of his state are trapped in their homes or can't be found. There are a number of people that are unaccounted for. I'm nearly certain this is the situation where we are going to lose some of them. There have been mudslides and water rescues. Thousands don't have power in parts of Kentucky, Virginia, and West Virginia. In Washington, a change of heart from a key Democratic senator could rescue a major spending package that's been stalled for months. The plan is a fraction of the original $3 trillion budget package, but with Manchin's okay, this one could pass in the Senate next week on a party-line vote. The bill includes $64 billion to extend health care subsidies under the Affordable Care Act. It also includes $369 billion to address energy and climate change and $300 billion in deficit reduction. Linda Kenyon, CBS News, Washington. The Kremlin says nothing's been finalized and negotiations need to go on behind the scenes. Yesterday, the U.S. went public, indicating Washington had made an offer weeks ago for a swap that would return two Americans back to the U.S., Brittany Griner, the WNBA star, and businessman Paul Whelan. Whelan's brother David on CBS Mornings. It's certainly a huge step forward for the U.S. government. The Biden administration is moving very quickly now, it seems, to designate people as wrongfully detained when they're taken hostage in foreign countries. A day after a proposed merger between Frontier Airlines and Spirit Airlines fell apart, another suitor waiting in the wings swooped in to buy Spirit. CBS's Peter Greenberg says JetBlue is spending $3.8 billion to make the deal. The JetBlue Spirit merger, which is still subject to U.S. Justice Department approval, gives JetBlue the planes it needs to compete internationally. It also leaves Frontier with an advantage as the biggest ultra-low-cost carrier now in the U.S. Right now on Wall Street, the Dow is up 24 points. NASDAQ is down 16. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. It's 11.03 on WTOP, Thursday morning, July 28. We have partly sunny skies, 85 now, heading into the 90s. Good morning, I'm Mark Lewis. And I'm Deborah Feinstein with the top local stories we're following this hour. If you live in Montgomery County and you rent, you could be paying a lot more every month in the near future. That's because a plan to cap rent increases isn't going anywhere, at least for now. 
The bill would have barred landlords in Montgomery County from raising rents more than 4.4% for another six months. This week, council members heard from those both for and against the proposal. My husband and I received a notice of a 10% increase for our townhouse. Our landlord made it clear that if he put our townhouse back out, he could get an 18% increase. It's also untenable to single out housing providers as the sole industry to uh, to regulate price increases during this inflationary period. In the end, the council took the vote off the agenda. That means it now can't get a vote until September. John Aaron, WTOP News. Now, the county has restarted its COVID rent relief program, which will allow renters who've experienced financial hardship related to the pandemic to apply for financial help. It's happening again. A misstep for DC 911, and it ended in tragedy with the death of a one-year-old baby, a one-day-old baby. We've learned that dispatchers sent help to the wrong address. It's the second time this has occurred in three months. The parents called 911 to say their newborn wasn't breathing. They said they lived on Savannah Terrace Southeast, but the 911 call taker sent crews to Savannah Street Southeast. It took eight minutes for the dispatcher to realize the mistake. No one told DC Fire and EMS crews responding of the correct address, even when it was in the computer system. Safety advocate Dave Statter says DC 911 acknowledges it was 10 minutes after the first 911 call that the first medic arrived. It's clear that potential life-saving roles of firefighters, medics, and police officers are hampered when there's delays like this. Neil Loggenstein, WTOP News. An audit last fall exposed widespread problems in the city's 911 system. Will there be consequences? DC's, uh, DC 911 says it takes appropriate personnel action when necessary in accordance with policies and the collective bargaining agreement. Well, D.C. police are investigating two shootings in Southeast. Almost 200 shots were fired at crime scenes yesterday. There was a deadly shooting last night in the Washington Highlands neighborhood in Southeast. Police say one man was killed, two others were injured and taken to the hospital. At the scene, about 90 shell casings were found by investigators, similar to a shooting that had happened hours earlier, just a couple miles away, where a pregnant woman was shot and injured. Again, police recovered roughly 90 shell casings there. It's sad. The number of weapons that are out there, the um, quality of the weapons, it's sad. Police Commander John Branch says investigators are looking into whether the the two shootings are connected. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. The owner of the Washington Commanders, Dan Snyder, is testifying this morning before the House Oversight and Reform Committee. That committee has been investigating allegations of sexual harassment and workplace misconduct in the team's organization. Snyder has been accused of allowing a toxic culture to develop, one that glorified drinking and objectified women. He uh, has been answering questions virtually from the committee, privately. The committee can decide if and when information from today's deposition is released. All right, batter up. Tonight's the annual congressional baseball game at Nats Park. But a group of advocates for federal action on climate change says it's planning to shut it down if Congress doesn't make significant headway on climate legislation. The Now or Never group insists it is nonviolent and that it might disrupt tonight's game in a peaceful way. About 200 protesters expected. The U.S. Capitol Police Chief says he will have robust security in place. Our George Wallace and Mitch Miller will be calling the game tonight. It starts at 7.05 on Fox Sports 2, and it'll be broadcast as well on WFE which is 1500 a.m. 
Just ahead after traffic and weather, we'll break down the latest uh, information, the latest data on the economy and whether it's signaling a recession. It's 1107. Hi, Melanie Funkhauser here, president of Fair Oaks Chrysler Jeep 